I've been on many stages and this is the biggest stage I've ever been on and it's, it's all around you. And this is a moment where um, I'm going to declare that I get to give my life and you give my life, mm. uh, your life to me. And, and uh, will you marry me? Mm. And so I reached out my back pocket and pulled out the ring. And, and I said, yes. And she said, yes. Hey, it's Emily here. You know that uniqueness you have? I call it the it factor. We all have it, but some of us either really need to identify it or start to empower it. This show is all about giving you the lessons, tools, and principles I've learned after building a nine-figure sales organization, training leaders around the globe, and working alongside of some of the most influential people in this world. So now it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug into your new world here. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the It Factor show. Today is a very, very special episode, and it's always extra special when I bring on my once boyfriend, now fiance, Jake Havron. Welcome to the show. Well, that is an intro to get used to. Oh, my goodness. It's still, it's still fresh. It's so fresh, a few months fresh. And we decided to do this intimate episode, keeping up with um, because there's been a lot of questions coming in, wondering how we got engaged and wondering what's going on in our life. And, you know, every now and again, I think we're just due for a refresh. Well, it's time. And, and for those listening to audio, I'm over here next to this beautiful queen, and I'm excited to discuss this. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. We had so many people, like, literally, like, asking the story. Because yeah. I, was, I was, you know, they saw the video. If you haven't seen the video on our Instagram, you got to go see the proposal video. But they saw it and and then they were like hearing a little bit about the whole backstory of how it led up to that. Yes. Yes. And we'll, so we're going to dive into this really sweet, special story. But before we do, I am just interested, like coming from a man's mind, what made you feel like you were ready to propose Ooh. and why? He proposed on my birthday, which is June 1st. Yeah. So why though? Why do I? Well, that's that's a loaded question. So you already know this. Like when I first met you, it was it was very that's a whole nother discussion how we met. But it's like when I like I I met you, there was it wasn't like I was looking at another woman in the way that I had before. It was like she's the full package. And it was before like I even knew the depths of your soul and all that way. Um, but like, I, I, I call it the triad. You had the, the beauty, the, the success, but also you love Jesus. And it was very upfront. It wasn't like you hid that in the back. So I was like, yeah. success mindset, success mindset. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you had that, that type of ability that you can stay up with what I was wanting to create and you were yeah. already way ahead of me in that way. So I had that, but then I was like, so we started a date and we went from zero to a million and and, well, we uh, fell in love right away. We fell in love right away. Like truly. And for those of you that don't know our Genesis story. And don't ask her who dropped the L-bomb first. Yeah. Oh, okay. She, she, might, she might blush a little on that. But I love that because I wasn't going to drop it first. I oh, my be goodness. Okay. So, so. No, let me just let me just share like yeah. just to back up the train for our newer listeners. We met a month 
basically right before, before the COVID. whole lockdown. Yeah, January. February yeah, in January first is when I wrote him into existence and prophesied him into existence, and mm-hmm. um, you know, really wrote out what I wanted in a man. And I saw the list, and, and it's pretty cool. The Lord delivered a month later, but I wasn't like I was ready, but I still had to work through a lot of things and. Um, it was just like, unlike anything else when I met you, like, it was like my, it was like my whole nervous system just completely shifted and I never felt that before. So mm. I'll well, let you go on. Well, that, that's, yeah. a, that's a powerful message right there. And we'll get into the, the, the proposal, but like we had to work through that together. Mm-hmm. There was things that maybe would have never been worked through by yourself. It was, and so that actually just literally hit me as like we had to be together. God had to orchestrate us together to go through those tough situations and the, the strongholds we yeah. both had, but that would have never happened or even been possible if it wasn't for us. So even though it was tough and we we're like, oh man, that was a tough season in our life, like that was meant to happen. And, you know, I think we should elaborate on what was tough because, and this is just the truth, like, Sometimes we find love and we find our partner and it's everything we thought. And, Mm -hmm. but why I think people like escape right away is when it's, there's a little bit of resistance. We're in this like escapism culture where it's like, oh, he checks all the boxes, but, Mm. but. Do you remember that conversation we had a few weeks in that, that FaceTime? Oh yeah. yeah. Everything was so great. And I was like. Like you might, you want to share a little bit about that FaceTime? Yeah. I think that's, well, well, for me, there was like a couple different things and you know, any of my, my women can probably relate or even men, anybody can. It's like, there's, everything isn't perfect. And what is perfect? Mm-hmm. Perfect is this, it's an illusion. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, because I am a few years older than you, I have more, I've had more time to do things and you know, I came from a group of, of friends where that were like, you should be with someone equally as successful as you are. And, you know, this is why we have to be so careful. If we listen to the opinions of of other people, are they living in my life? Are they, are they opening the door when there's, you know, my handsome guy there with roses and, you know, intellectually stimulating me and, and praying for me and there for me and challenging me and and protecting me. And no, they don't see all that. They just, people just see like you're here and he's there. And, and even though like, listen, like what, what are we even comparing this to? It's, It's crazy to even think like that because it's like, you are already successful. It's just society. To, to what comparison? It's just society is so dumb. And, and, but I, I let, you know, people like, are you sure? Blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, it's like, you don't even know my relationship. I see you once a month and you're asking, are you sure? It's so weird. So there was that side of it. Mm-hmm. But then the other side of it was, I was never used to being in my whole life with like somebody. So I don't want to say domineering because that, that sounds like controlling and that's not what you are at all but authoritative. Like I was never used to being with a man who was like, like, I guess we could just say alpha. You're, you know, mm-hmm. you're certain, you're strong. You're yeah. And, and yeah. for me being a very 
powerful female and this very self-assured female and, you know, let's just face it, kind of set in my ways, right? Like having someone come in that was so self-assured and was the protector and you do what you say. And it it was like a whole different, it was like, I wanted it, but I was like, I'm not sure I want this. Mm. And I think that's a lot of my girlies out there that are powerful women. They retract powerful men. They think they want them. And then when the, a man tries to lead, which is what they're meant to do. It's the, that's masculine. That's we push them away. Yeah. And so then you get the beta men that eventually you're not attracted mm. to. And so, so spot on, it right. was kind of freaky for me because I was like, you tried pushing me away. I was like, what's, Multiple times. I was like uh, so many times. And I was like, this is everything I've ever wanted my whole life. I've just wanted to be mm. led. In fact, on my list that I wrote at the ocean, number one was loves God. Because if you love God, I'm not going to have to take care of you as much. Like I'm still going to have to be there for you. And I want to be there for you. And of course it's my, it's part of my role, but I don't want to babysit you. And yeah. if you love the Lord, that's a whole nother way. You're already way. serving. It's a, a whole, and, and, and it's a whole, it's a whole way of life when you truly love the Lord. But number two was can lead me and I allowed mm. to lead me. And like, I think I did, I put in parentheses on my list, like won't take my BS. <laughs> and that was, you that. You wouldn't take my BS. Well, it's so beautifully said what you're saying there. And I, I remember I brought up that FaceTime because I was like, that was a, a pivotal moment in who I was as a man too, because so we were like four, four or five weeks in on cloud nine. She dropped the album on me the first week. Uh, My heart loved you right away. It was. And it slipped out and, and you didn't let it. You're, I could not pretty, even, honestly, like I couldn't, I wasn't even conscious. Like yeah. my whole being loved you so early on. Okay. It was like our connection was just beyond and it's it was, it's, it was indescribable it's it was, yeah it makes it me cry a divine feeling yeah and so it's like i needed you i like craved you just from our moment i'm gonna cry <laughs> well your soul knew but your, your mind was trying to protect this you. is true yeah isn't that funny and so four or five weeks in and this is all leading up so you can understand the the, the power of this this proposal because it was a special one um uh, you know, she lived in Santa Monica, I was in Dana Point, and and she like was kind California. of California sending me some, you know, like a very short text, and it was it was like, what's going on? And so she like, can you Facetime? And so I Facetime with her, and then I start to hear the the what ifs and the doubts and and all these things, and I'm like, we were literally like everything was so great. So I'm like, this is coming out of left park, left field, and. I just remember like I'm FaceTiming her and she was like, I just, you know, she was basically trying to back out and it wasn't her. It was those, those fears because of all you've gone through. And, but in that, that, that time, because I'm so grateful that I like, I learned about mature masculine and mature feminine and learned how to apply it. Even though if I didn't fully embody it, I knew how to apply it because I was still growing massively myself. Mm. But I was like, this is the feminine testing the masculine even if it's not conscious, um, if he's going to waver or not. And so in my mind, I'm like, Jake, just be a, a, an unshakable pillar. Just be an unshakable pillar. Like, don't move. This is this is a test. 
This is for her to see if she could truly trust you because it's obviously coming up because there's so many great things happening. It's, it, there's something going on. And so she was like, I think we need to just like have some space or have some time. Like it's been four or five weeks. And all I remember saying to you, and I was like, that was like one of the very few times where I was just like tearing up because I was like, what? This yeah. is so good. Oh, sad. I yeah. remember this. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, look, I was like, there is no plan B with us. I was like, I remember this. Basically. I remember it too. I, I said, any other time there would be a plan B. Okay, I guess it's not going to be. I was like, I haven't even thought of a plan B. Like, we're going to find out how to get to this. And this is only plan A. And I just had that certainty with you. And I know that 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 resonated in some way. I don't think there was a full solution. I think you kind of accepted that. But I, I, I think deep down, like it literally showed you that like we were committed. And, every, and then, you know, there were still ups and downs and I was growing um, I learned how to, I've never been in a long-term relationship. Mm. You know, I was no more than three months because I was afraid of having a long-term relationship if it wasn't the right woman and I wanted to be with a godly woman. And so, but I was also like wanting love, but then I was finding love in the wrong ways. And then I would back out of it because I was like, nope, I'm done. So it was this weird oscillation of that. And then when I found you, I was like, there's a lot to learn, especially with uh, a woman of your caliber. So, um, yeah, so 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 we come from that because it all was a constant learning and applying and personal development. When you match that and and allow that to supplement your faith, like mm. it's such a beautiful thing. Because without personal development, I would have lost her. Even if I was the most oh, godly, yeah. loving man, like I still need to be developed in my mind and my body. But my spirit can never be developed personally. That's only through your connection with God. Mm-hmm. So. Anyways, just want to yeah, share. Yeah, so much um, self awareness. Like you're so self aware, which is which is how how you increase your self awareness is through personal development and it, understanding who you are. It's it was self awareness, but here's something that I feel like someone needs to hear. It was bold action, like risky action. Like it was a risk to to do and say what I said, just as much as you had a risk. Like yeah. So like it's, yeah, I could be aware. A lot of people are aware nowadays because it's so easy to understand things, but people are afraid to take action. If I didn't take that risky action and, and there was many other situations where I like literally put my ego up on the line. I put my my, my, my ability to feel mass amount of shame if it didn't go the right mm-hmm. way up on the line to like take that action because like there was no plan B with you. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, yeah. I love that. And you know, what really ended up happening for each of us individually, but then as honestly, God was working it out because he wanted us to be together was we couldn't figure it out on our own. And we tried to, to just be together on our own, which was fun and, and stimulating and the highs and the lows. But what I found Jake was that when God wasn't the center of our relationship. Like we thought he was, he only got us so far. And I didn't realize like the power of love and like true, true connection until God was the main thing. And here's the thing. We thought he was, but it wasn't until another godly person in our life close to us. That's why it's so important. If you love God and you follow God, you cannot be a lone wolf because you're not called to be a lone wolf. Even the, the scriptural back that 
And so we thought that we were caught in our own deception. It was a good deception. We thought it was, but it wasn't to the level that we, it should have been, That's especially right. with the calling that we have. So one of our close people in our circle that was very godly had a tough conversation with us and gave us a reality check of we need to be closer and we're not doing certain things that we are. We're doing certain things we shouldn't be. And it's, it's affecting our true connection of having God mm-hmm. be first. And it, mm-hmm. it hurt at first hearing that. It was it, abrasive. It was abrasive. But, but let me just clarify because, you know, there's so many people listening right now that are like, what do you mean? I'm so confused. And really what this means is we were, I guess, lukewarm Christians. And I don't. I'm so careful of how I even say that because I've always loved God and I've always believed in scripture and in all of that, but I never was devoted. I think mm. it's it's why I explain in one of my keynotes the difference between just being passionate versus having zeal because passion comes and goes, but true zeal is commitment and devotion no matter what. And so you go through the stages of, of delight when you first fall in love, and then you go through difficulty. And that's a lot of how I was living where it was. I wasn't fully committed. I was like, here's the Bible. Here's some of the stuff that I should like do. And then the other stuff I'm like, eh, you know, it's in there, but like, and so that's what I, that's what we mean when we say that, like we fully committed to growing our faith muscle and, and literally, you know, we go to the gym to work on our biceps and our booties and our, and our abs, but we literally are spiritually going to the gym to strengthen our connection to Jesus, which in turn changed our relationship together as a couple. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful for all of it because if we didn't go through all that, we would not be like as strong as we are today or have what we even have. Yeah. You know? Hey there, we will be back to our conversation here in just a second. But what I wanted to share with you is something so game changing that we've been working on. We are going to be hosting our first ever It Factor personal branding bootcamp here coming up at the end of August. And what this is all about is helping you really get to the truth of who you are, what your message is, and what you're meant to put out in this world. I am so excited to work intimately with 50 individuals to really extract your God-given it factor, but help you create a strategic game plan that will help amplify your message. This is a deep dive weekend filled with training, yacht cruises, photo shoots, you name it, that is gonna really help fill up your tank, your belief tank in yourself and in what you are meant to do in this world. If this interests you at all, please send me a DM with the word bootcamp at It's Emily on Instagram, and we'll be sure to secure your spot as we're filling up very fast. Look forward to hearing from you soon.
But yeah, we, I mean, we, we made a commitment like a year ago, which was, you know, really powerful for our relationship because this was like two years in and now we're up on our third year. Yeah. To just go all in, all in on our faith. And, you know, we both looked at and asked each other, what kind of people do we want to be? And Jake and I, the most amazing thing about us is we are very, 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 very similar in our kind of dr- scary similar. drive. <laughs> and we're very purpose-driven people. And our calling is too great to live a life of compromise. Mm. And so you know, and I'll let you share, but I know for me, like my, my calling is bigger than me. And so obedience is like Mm. the way to serve at your highest level. And so we were both like, like individually, it was like, I need to be obedient. And he was like, I need to be obedient. And we want to live our lives on purpose and in service more than anything. And so we individually were at those places, but then together we were like, oh my gosh, we both want the same thing, (laughs) which is so cool. And at first I was like, you know, I'm being kind of dramatic here, but it's like, I want to live my life this way. And I want to live clean and pure as much as I can. I mean, I still sin. We all do. It's like, that was a huge decision. And it was, and it took, it took it from both sides because there was that fear of like, well, are you going to be committed if I'm committed? Or what if you like have resistance and then it's vice versa? Mm-hmm. But it was to have individually us to make that commitment come together, which actually was a little like kind of almost awkward conversation of like, well, I don't want you to have to commit if you don't want to commit. But it's like, no, of course, we're both fully committed. And yeah, I mean, like, you know, what are we're planning to get married here soon yeah so let's so let's let's talk about that so we wanted to kind of give you a little bit of like the backstory the journey with it um so you know you know how we led up to this point and how amazing god is that he just you know came in and orchestrated the whole thing but then on june 1st which again is my birthday Mm -hmm. uh you asked me to marry you so let's talk about that like so when did you, why did you think you were ready? Or like, what made you think you were okay, ready? Okay. So I know you asked that earlier. So it's good that for everyone to hear how we met, how I knew. And for the longest time in our relationship, majority, 85, 90% of the time, I already knew. I was like, this one, this woman's the one. But there was a lot of, a lot of growing. And so for probably at least almost, almost a year, I'd say six to nine months, I was like, okay, like, I mean, we've been talking about, where do we want to get married? She would always plant the idea of right from the get-go about the cliffs of Italy, you know, silk white, everything, looking off the ocean. So I was planting, that was in my head. And there, I was like, there has to be a surprise. She, she can't know. I don't want her to know because then it's just not the same. And about six months ago, we were just after a long day, just kind of decompressing, talking and she was scrolling through on, I think, Pinterest, and you were showing me like different engagement rings. This was before we really even had any sort of conversation about that. I was like, oh, okay, well, let me look into this. So you're showing me all these engagement rings because, you know, I'm not, I'm some, I don't want to speak on all guys, but we don't know what your style or what the right or wrong is. And um, so I'm taking like a mental note on that, but not too much. So we, she had this one amazing engagement ring that she sent me. And it was just beautiful. I mean, it was massive. It was like a basically a ring for a queen. 
Yeah. <laughs> If you, don't you don't know, go bigger, go home. If you don't know Emily now, by then, that's, you, that's the you way. You know me. And <laughs> so nothing happened, but that was the one photo that was there. And it got to a point where um, it was about a couple weeks before June 1st. I'm constantly thinking, like I was thinking, I was like, when is the right time? I wanted to make sure that I could get you the right ring. I didn't want to get you a little puny ring just to get it going. Like I wanted to make sure it was right. So that was the hold up trying to find the right dealer, I had people connecting me with different dealers, and it just wasn't lining up. And lo and behold, I'm getting a haircut at the barbershop, and uh, she, she, incredible woman from our church, she moved it into her garage, just because it um, just was easier. And I actually got referred to that barber from our pastor. So I've been going there a couple of times, and then I go, and I find out, she tells me, oh yeah, uh, Pastor Mark's there right after. And I was like, oh, cool, he's coming in. So I'm getting a haircut, Pastor Mark, we're sitting in the garage, he then comes in, we're having a conversation, and he's a great friend of ours, so it's easy to conversate. But he's sitting there watching me get a haircut, and out of nowhere, he's just like, hey, uh, uh, by the way, is there any plans for an engagement soon? And he's like poking the barrel. I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah. Oh. He's like, I'm, I'm looking for a ring and, you know, kind of just feeling out. We're getting busy. You know, the typical things you say. He's like, he's like, well, if you're needing a ring, I got a guy. He's the one that got, you know, my wife Rochelle one. And basically I've helped all these people. He's, he'll hook you up. And I was like, I heard a lot of people say that. And I was like, but all right, uh, it's coming through my pastor. Why not? So he gives me the info. I text him. Pastor Mark's like, make sure you get him, you know, the good Pastor Mark deal. I was like, all right. So the next day I go in and literally go look at the rings and, and shout out to you happy jewelers for helping us with that and, and just making an incredible experience. And I'm looking at all these rings and I pull up the image because they're like, what does she want? And I was like, oh gosh, I don't know. And I thought of that image and I was like, hold on, I'm scrolling through the screenshots. And that's when I saw that ring and I showed them them. They're like, all right, I think we can do something. And that, that's, you know, and I could go on and on with the process of how it, it leads up to that. But, you know, it's just, it, it wasn't planned to happen June 1st, but you just never know who comes in your life to say the right thing at the right time. And Pastor Mark, because of that, led to me then finding the ring. They were set, they set me up with an incredible opportunity, incredible ring. And I was like, this is a reality. And that's when I was like, okay, we have to start actually planning this out because I might have to just do it on her birthday. So, mm -hmm. So, okay. So then you, you got the ring, which by the way, I love. Got, um, you got the ring. Yeah, and I had to drive. It was like an hour drive. It's in Anaheim, yeah. which is an hour yeah, from yeah. us. I had to do it where she, Emily didn't know where I was going. So it was super like low key. Wow, you played that. You played that good. Uh, okay. So you got the ring and then my birthday's coming up and we're, you know, we're in a very big building season, building multiple different companies. We have a lot going on and Honestly, for my birthday, I just wanted to rest. I just wanted to like lay by the pool. I was so fatigued and I just needed that break. I hadn't mm -hmm. allowed myself a break for a long time. And um, so all I knew was, you know, pack a bag. We're going to go away for like two days. I didn't, I didn't have a clue. I just knew Hugo's nanny had him. And uh, why don't you elaborate on that yeah. a little bit of of that. Well, you, well, you knew you had a birthday surprise. So that was, that was the Trojan horse, right? That was the thing of like, Hey, this is what you're going to see. Right. 
So it, was, so it actually worked out well. But the entire time for 10 days before, I'm talking with one of her close friends who, who loves us. And she's helping me plan it all out. And Shout out to Sarah. Sarah, you, you Sarah Robbins. amazing. What, uh, it just wouldn't have happened. So I'm planning this all out, where to do it, who, what, what cameraman, how to set it up. What, what is it? Are we going to do it down the beach, down the stairs? Like she, she had all the ins and outs. So we d- decided to do it at the Waldorf Astoria. Beautiful place right by us. Not bad. I mean, come on. It was beautiful. Uh, However, it was one of the coldest summers in California ever. And it was gloomy more than it's ever been. And so Emily loves the sun over here. Obviously, she stays out of it, but she loves the light, the warmth. She was, I mean, we both felt this. We were feeling the the irritability of like, we just want warmth. uh, And But if we went to Palm Springs, it wouldn't have worked out because I had all the things set up. So... I'm over here. <laughs> this is where we just got to be real. I'm over here driving, driving her. And I'm like, I knew it was cloudy, but I'm trying to like pre-frame it properly. I'm like, babe, this just, you got to trust the process. <laughs> I was like, I got some plans that you couldn't even imagine. I don't want to be too he obvious. He did say all this. And I'm over here I'm, like, I'm, plant, I'm planting the seed as we're literally driving probably 10 minutes to the place. And she's over here expecting to go to Palm Springs in the warmth. And I'm like, there's things that you think, I, I literally said, I was like, you think You'll know what I got in plan, but there's something actually beyond that. So yeah. just trust the process. Yeah. This is your birthday. I got things. Yeah. So we roll. So she's like, yeah. And in the moment we roll into the Waldorf and you see that it, and she, you love the Waldorf, but you were wanting warmth. I just wanted to go to the, the heat to be straight with you. Expectation was warm. So when there wasn't warmth, then there was like some resistance. And so I'm now over here. I sound pretty pretty crazy not wanting to go to the Waldorf. We know but, you're not. But honestly, I just wanted to be and, and And you listening, you understand like yeah. the situation. So, but I'm over here with not just trying to figure out, oh, okay, is she going to have a good birthday? I'm trying to figure out, is she going to even have a good proposal? So I'm trying to keep oh my, my I'm trying to no keep idea. my cool. And I already see it kind of come over her face. Like, this is not Palm Springs. I'm like, just babe, like we're good. So we check in. I try to get the nice of oceanfront room. And we find out that the, the the room is like literally like it was like a basement. Room. Well, let me just pause on this for a minute because you can go to any hotel. You can go to the nicest hotels. But I swear to you, every hotel has like that rogue room. That it like, was the rogue room. That weird room at the end. Only like three images. It's hard to tell. It was like... A basement room. But it was no, an ocean view. So like was, I thought it was going to be great. But it was like a sliver of the ocean. And it was it was like so dark and dingy and basement vibes. Oh, it was bad. It was a total rogue room. And I knew how much you invested in it and cared because it's a suite at, at a premier hotel. <laughs> and that's also what broke my heart. because I was. It was just, just constant, just like but good I was, feelings, bad feelings. But I, I but knew it was a bad room. Have you ever been it. so fatigued where you're like so crabby? It's like nothing can be right. And you're premenstrual. That's how I was. And it you was, were, yeah, oh my God. I was like, storm. I was like out of sorts. I just needed, honest to Pete, I just needed to sleep. And we had a mentorship call like an hour after. So that was putting some like time stress I, on us. I, oh, it was awful. So, so, so we get, so we get to that room. When I walk into, and I saw the happy birthday uh, It was balloons. cute. You had happy birthday I know, balloons. but it looked like we're in like a motel. Like it was. Yeah, so, it was literally super eight. So then... Just to say lightly, there was it was there was a little bit of like just like a, a mental meltdown in the sense of like why aren't we in Palm Springs? Yeah, I and cried a little bit. Cried a little bit. I'm over here because 
once again, like I would normally be able to handle that so well. And it's not like it even happens, but like, but because I had things behind the curtain, a whole slew of things that I'm nervous about in some way, it was starting to like really like stack. And so then I was like, <laughs> I need to go do this mentorship call. I'll figure this out. <laughs> and so I, and then that was a whole thing where I'm trying to do the mentorship call. The Wi-Fi was acting up. So it was just stacking, stacking. And it was just like, a, it was, if this was put in a rom-com, I'll tell you right now, this would be a, a movie. And so I actually, I'm texting Sarah because Sarah's helping me the entire time because there's no way I could do this alone. She's in the room, you know, figuring out life for a minute. And I'm texting Sarah. I'm like, Sarah, she's having a meltdown. <laughs> this is not going as planned. I might just call an audible and we're going to Palm Springs. I'll figure it out because she's not going to be happy if I do a proposal. And, and, and so I'm getting in my head and Sarah's like being my cheerleader. She's like, give me a call. So I get on the phone and I'm like, I got Sarah, I got five minutes. I got to get on a, on my mentorship call. And she's at like an event. She's at an event. She's knowing this is happening. So she's stepping out in this I'm, event. I'm like, Sarah, this is what's happening. She doesn't like it. It's cold. There was like a basement. Like I'm like, I'm going to ask for a refund and just go somewhere else. And this, and, and she's like, you got to just stay here. It's she's good. None of this. This is going to be your greatest story. She was literally <laughs> giving me the motivational talk. She's like, all of this is going to make it work. You know what? If it was, it was all perfect, then your kids won't have the memories of these stories. You're gonna share that, and so I was like, oh God, Sarah, okay. I, I I honestly was like, I was actually still planning to go and and, and get out of there. I was like, Sarah, thank you. Uh, let me go on my call. Like, we'll figure this out. So I do the call, train on sales when my brain is going a thousand miles a minute, and it turned out great. And I I see all these texts from Sarah after. She's like, Hey, I called the front desk. They said they have an upgrade room available. You got to let me know ASAP. It's one left. It's, it's actually the penthouse of this place. And there's one left. And they literally said that it's going to go out any second. Oh, you my God. So I'm over here thinking penthouse, but still cold or Palm Springs and hot. Like, what does she want? What's ah. going to be the most sense? Mind you, I already have a video crew and camera crew ready to go the next day to be there. So I was like, I called up my buddy. You don't know this. I was like, I called my buddy who had a connection in Palm Springs. I was like, Hey, do you have a camera guy that can be ready for tomorrow? For oh my gosh. He's like, no, I don't. I was like, shoot. Cause if that happened, I would have gone. So I go to the front desk and this is once again, just, just so you could hear, there are always going to be people that are like true blessings that you just come out of nowhere. Yeah. That literally our make or break of mm -hmm. the success or failure of whatever it is. And this one was this front desk worker who was way more than a front desk worker. His name's Russell. Shout out to you, Russell. And he's this like, the, the, just, just, you never see him without a smile. You know, he's in his late thirties, amazing energy. And I'm over here, not trying to freak out on him, but saying how we're in a basement and he's just taking that in and like, just like not, giving me any bad energy, but great energy. He's like, yeah, yeah, let me see what I could do. Let me help. So a few minutes go by and they tell me about that penthouse. And I was just like, look, I'm ready to take her to Palm Springs. He's like, dude, he's like, I was like, I, I don't, I don't know if that penthouse is outdated. He's like, this is the nicest penthouse. Like uh, we have the This top is the where top. presidents and celebs stay when they come. And I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, look at the photos. They're all modern. I was like, I saw the photos in the other place. It didn't look too good. And so I was like, all right, let's just do it. And can you help us move the bags? So I, I text Emily, I'm like, pack your bags, we're going. And she's like, but I don't wanna go like it. And I was like, no, we're going. And so we had to walk all the way across the other hotel. It was every step, cause also she didn't eat cause she was intermittent fasting. Every, and we had dinner plans at seven. Every step, cause it was a long hallway, was like so just, it was almost like dreadful. Cause I was like, is she gonna like this? 
uh, what's going to be said. And I was like a little crampy. You're and, crampy. You had yeah. no food. Your blood sugar was low. It was the perfect store. <laughs> I was like, God, is this what happens when you want to make an incredible proposal? So anyways, we go up to the elevator of the next one. And I'm just like, God, just please, just please, just please. I'm like, let her walk in first. Let her see the place. We open it. And right away, she's like, oh, wow. Okay. I mean, okay, it was I can like... Do this. And that's when I was like, okay, we're on Because it was like on the top floor and it was bright and it was... Yeah, I mean, we were literally on the let's bottom Let's just floor be real. Now. I would live there. Like, I would seriously Oh, it was live. stunning. I mean, there was like multiple bathrooms. It was, it was, it was Taj Mahal status. So that's so. where I was like, okay, well, at least something's good is going on right now. So we had dinner reservations. Russell already, we were late by 30 minutes. I Russell already told them, like, no, we got it. They, everyone yeah. knew that it was a proposal happening besides her. Yeah. Yeah. And so we go get dinner and we sit out at the restaurant there, Bourbon Steak. It's the, our new favorite spot. And it was just so cool because there was so much tension and resistance. And mind you, all she's thinking about is this is her birthday and it's a failure of a birthday. Um, Not a failure. Well, that's what I'm thinking. And like, you know, obviously you want it to be the best. And now I'm feeling like a failure in some sense, which my guys, you'll understand that. And um, but we're sitting down, we got a drinks, beautiful place. I was like, at least the place is amazing. Oh, it's good. And I just remember us just having that conversation of like, you know what? Let's flip the script. Like, like we're here. It's beautiful. Yeah. We got a penthouse. And, but it was coming from you. And I was like, okay. I felt the energy. Shift. Oh yeah. I ate. So I was feeling she, better. She some food yeah. Too. Yeah. And so yeah. So then we had like a magical night, incredible night, everything. So everything flipped from there, but that amount of tension up to that point, like, almost like made me clap were you thinking at all oh maybe i'll do the proposal a different time did that ever cross your mind it did cross my mind and i was like oh maybe i could just do it in palm springs and, and find a photographer or something or but maybe, like maybe. Were, during the weekend were you like oh this is just ain't right like maybe well, no no because everything was working up to the point we got to the wall <laughs> you know so that's when i but started at this. the waldorf where you're like yeah oh, okay. yeah that's like maybe i'll just make it a great birthday and, and we figure out a nice time where it's sunnier and all that yeah and, and so that's like i mean I don't know. so basically so we go to bed the next day and then you surprised me with the spa and, and she knew that we had a spa too so yeah <laughs> let me share this because it's actually really funny and we'll go to the spa because of that mindset when we first walked in we walked by the spa and i was trying to plant the seeds just like hey tomorrow this is the, remember this is when we first walked in mindset was not right gloomy all that we walked by the spa and i was like hey we're gonna go do a full day spa tomorrow and she's like she's like i don't want to be no spa like it's oh, cold come on. i just want to be warm and i was like no okay. not even the spas were working okay, now you're really making me sound crazy all right and so okay so next day <laughs> this is proposal day all right june 1st june 1st my birthday we wake up it's her beautiful birthday Mind you, her mind says all birthday. So we're going to go to the spa. So we, we, I think we ordered like some fruit for the morning. It's amazing. The, the, even though it's cloudy, that, that view was phenomenal. And so we go do a spa day and it was just, I mean, like you were drooling on the, the Oh massage. yeah. It was like the massage where they use the hot rocks. Oh, yeah. oh I can oh, taste so it good. right now. We did the couples massage. We're in the same room and mind you, we've had situations where we've been at the ritz carlton not not it was over in orlando it was crazy and she had the worst massage experience you know ever. how it is it's a gamble 
sometimes you wouldn't, gonna, but you wouldn't think so with the Ritz. Well, that's standards, but like some of my best spots have been at home, the wall places. So, but we go but, to the Ritz there yeah. and it was the worst thing she's ever had. It was this whole, just like, yeah. it was terrible. So I'm in my head now, like, please God, do yeah. not let this be. So I'm like, I, I tell her, you remember this? I tell her right before when we're getting on the tables, I was like, Hey, I was like five minutes in. If I'm going to ask you, babe, how are you doing? And if you just say, okay, like, I didn't want it to be too obvious. I'm going to get up on this. Okay, <sighs> I'm gonna, okay means that it's terrible. Okay. We have, uh, we have it, codes for each other. And if you say, okay, I'm getting off this table. Yeah. Cause my woman, I'm, if she's great, I'm going to tell them to switch. Yeah. I'm going to make sure that you're not going any further. Okay. She's like, all right. So <laughs> we go about 10 minutes in. Cause it was so good. I was like, babe, how are you doing? She's like, I'm in heaven. <laughs> yeah, drools. But no, that's a good tip, like for all couples, is to have code words. Oh yeah, especially just knowing that. So I was yeah. like, okay, everything's working. Had a massage. We had facials, and I, I think you should probably share a little bit on your side here because you know this. Was yeah. Her. So then I'm like super chillax, like literally. I just went from going 100 miles per hour to basically like laying around like a little couch potato, and it was the best ever. And it was like. I felt like I was just like a floppy crappie. Like I just was, yeah, it's, it's a fish in Minnesota. It's a crappie. Um, but I felt like just so freaking, I honestly, I could have just been in the bathrobe. Like all you had to do is rub my feet and bring me food the rest of the night. I'm prime. But you were like, no. Okay. We come back to the room and you're like, we have a dinner. Well, you we knew need, we had a yeah, dinner, but yeah. I don't mind but, you. So you're like, you need to dress up and so not that it's even the issue when she dresses up to to go to the bathroom all right let's be real so but i just you know how it is when you're crampy i just did not like nothing i just didn't feel like wearing anything but well you know i had this um little dress to wear and you, you were like yeah wear that but then i was doing my hair and he was like well, how about your hair? Like you should wear your well, hair. No, you at you. At, I would not. You were. Super, I would not make a comment. No, but you were. You were super, I've learned my lesson. You were super attentive. With, I was attentive because you were asking like, "What do you think of my hair, up or down?" It's like, I was like, "Oh, you should have it down." She really. And I was like, because I want to make sure that she was looking good for the proposal in the way that she wanted it to be. And but she once again she had no clue. So then that's when I think you were trying to figure out like, well, I, I maybe I should wear this dress or that dress, and the other dress just. Probably wouldn't have looked as good on camera in the sense. So I was like, no, wear that. And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, it looks great. It looks look phenomenal. And then now it's this whole little thing. I was like, no, we're yeah. literally so, so close. So so finally we got the outfit and then we go to get on this trolley to go down to, it's on a golf course, this place. And it was this dinner spot that I don't think it, you, it's, it's you, called. You clearly didn't know it was casual. Well, it, I was. It's like where golfers go after. And they shout golf. out to Sarah on this because yeah. the plan was is to do the beautiful beach proposal that was every girl's dreams. Once again, this is only my first time doing yeah. a proposal, so I'm just hearing what other people are saying. And this this place is called the Monarch Bay uh, Beach Club, and it's literally all on the ocean. Mm. Now, mind you, it doesn't look that great when it's all cloudy. Yeah. I didn't know what the dress attire would yeah. be. Yeah. So we get down there. There's no linens. There's, it was a, it was a club, like it, a it golf was, club type of which thing. Which I'm, a, listen, I'm all about that. I'm all about that life. But when you're like, oh, you need to be dressed. Oh, she was way overdressed. Yeah. I, I was overdressed. I was like, um, get me out of here. No one's even waiting on me. So, and so, we, so we get in there. Everyone once again knows the proposal's happening. Cause I called in advance the front people. They knew what we were coming down on the trolley and we're not getting waited for like 
10 minutes. This, I don't, but, this doesn't have that. But she opens the menu and I was like, let me just see if there's some good fish because she loves her good brain Zeno sea bass. And there was like, like a fish sandwich type of thing. And that was it. And I'm like over here like, oh crap, how am I going to finagle this one? And so I could see it once again coming up on her face, but she was much more poised in the sense of just like, okay, like. And meanwhile, I had no idea. He gets up from the table and he's like, let me handle this. And he's like on the phone um, in, in like the hallway of, of the restaurant or in the bar area. And he's over there, like basically trying to get us to a different restaurant. I had no idea what was going on. So that guy, Russell, yeah. I'm so glad he gave me his number just to say, if you need anything, I didn't think I would need his number. I'm like, oh, I got to hit up Russell. So I'm texting Russell over here, just making sure she doesn't see anything. But I'm like, hey, uh, we need a spot at that restaurant we went to last night, Bourbon Steak, like ASAP. It's not working down here. We need it. And he's like, I'm going to go run over there. He literally ran over there, told him the situation. At the resort, yeah. This place is already always sold out the day of. And he's like, we got you the best seats in the house. Come over. And so I was like, okay. I was like, okay, I think we got it. But now I'm having to secretly text my camera crew who was supposed to already be down at the beach. They were on their way. And I'm texting them saying, audible, stay at the hotel. We got to, I got to do the proposal up there. I'll find a way to tell you. I'm trying to just be super brief. So I'm like, we're out of here. We go back up on the trolley and it, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, where am I going to do it? The plan was down the beach. Where oh my I, gosh. Yeah. Like I just, so it, I, the entire trolley And ride. I have no idea at this point. I'm literally just like, I'm hungry again. Like it's blood sugar levels dropping. I'm hungry. <laughs> and so we go to bourbon and they put us in the most magical spot, like ocean view right outside. Right in the middle of the patio. It's just gorgeous. And it's, it's a whole vibe. Like every bite you put in your mouth, you just, it's drool worthy. And so we get a cocktail and you know, again, it's my birthday now and I'm thinking I'm just at a birthday dinner and this is my side of the story. Like I basically had to go to the bathroom and the, the bathroom is not in the restaurant. It's like, you got to go out in the hotel. And so he was like, Oh, I'll come with you. And I'm like, well, well I guess it's not that new. Cause you're like super sweet and attentive, uh-huh. but I'm like, we're like, just leaving the dinner table. Well, the plan yeah. was, Yes, the plan. So before that, I actually used the bathroom. Yeah, and that's it was what can, right away. That's what confused me. A and little bit. so I'm over here, mind you. I already planned out this entire thing with my camera crew. Let alone uh, when we got that penthouse, I planned it where one of the the helpers would get access to our room to go in there, and I had them buy. Um, I had I had them go to Trader Joe's and buy the best every, roses, the, the, by the way. every single rose in there. They bought like twelve. I mean, bundles. there was red rose petals, and they literally everywhere. plucked. Like God bless you for doing this. They literally plucked all the rose petals off because I tried buying fresh rose petals. They would have took like a week, and it wasn't in time. And they plucked it all, so they're bringing it up to the room. So I'm making sure they get in the room in time. And they laid it out, which you'll see in the video, but they laid out a heart of that and moved all the carpet, all the things, put the can. I had candles out. Oh my God. So they're lining that up. And then I'm texting my camera guys. And I said, I'm going to come meet you real quick. I'm going to use the restroom. So I tell her, I was like, Hey, I got to use the restroom. And, and so I walk out, I was gone probably for like 10 minutes. Cause I, I see the camera guys. I'm like, where are we going to do this? And, and there was a big business convention happening. So there's a hundred guys in suits, literally in the lobby, right yeah. by the restaurant. Where we'd, where you would have wanted to propose. In the, the main, it's a, it's yeah. the main uh, balcony overlooking the ocean and the yeah. entire building. Yeah. And so, I'm like, I don't want a bunch of businessmen in our video. 
And I, was, I told him, we're going to do it in the balcony. We're going to come out here right before sunset. And can you just tell everyone to let them know that we're proposing? I was like, just please, hopefully they listen. So I come back and, and we talk and I was like, hey, let's, let's go do some, some photos uh, for your birthday. Well, I had to go to the bathroom. And you had to go to the bathroom. I, all, that's let's, all I remember. Let's, yeah. Let's, 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 let's line this up. And one of the ways, because remember, I have to sneak this ring from the room to first the first restaurant and then this restaurant. So I brought our nice camera to, to have as like a, 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 a cop out so I could put the ring and also a mic in there just so you know we could hear what I'm saying and hear you. So I'm carrying this bag. I was like, okay, let's go do some photo shoots. So then we go out to the restroom and that's when I walk you over there and you go in the restroom and then I go in the restroom and you're, Emily's just like, all right, we're gonna go do some photos. I'm over here two minutes before thinking this is the biggest decision in my entire life. So I have my bag, I pull out the, the, the ring box and I'm just like over here, just like, okay, where am I gonna put this? I have dress pants on. I'm not gonna put it in the front of my pants cause it's literally gonna be bulging out and it's gonna be so obvious. Let me put it in the back pocket. The back pockets are sealed shut with, with uh, sewed shut. I was like freaking out there. Like I'm just sharing this cause like this is like the reality of what happened. Yeah. I had to literally rip the back pocket so it could go in there. So I put it in there and I was like, I'm gonna make sure she does not put her hand on my butt. Like if she yeah. tries to, I'm gonna pull it right up cause there's no way I'm gonna lose it now. And then I'm trying to mic, the, this is the craziest thing. I was trying to mic the situation so it was inside my dress shirt, but you couldn't see it cause it'd be so obvious. So I'm taking. She probably thought I had like a stomach ache or something. I was in there for a while. Right. I was like outside the bathroom like five minutes. Before, I'm yeah. over here like freaking out. But yeah. Also, I was I was calm, but I was just yeah. not freaking out. Okay. Sure. So you're nice and mic. So, and so then the last thing was is that you know I just I was like I, I just want to share this. I don't want to rush this because in that moment I was like it's do or die in the sense it was like I'm going all in or I'm I could cop out. And so I just, I, I just sat there, I was looking in the mirror in the bathroom and I just like, I did a prayer and I prayed over us and I prayed over our, our, our engagement. And I was like, it's time. And that's when the nerves started to kick in a little bit. After that, I was like pretty cool headed. So we walk out and I'm like puffed out chest, let's go do these photos. And we walk out to the balcony and I see no businessmen there. I was like, oh my gosh, it actually worked. And, then, and what I did, I had two cameramen. This is this is where it got really sneaky. I had one placed out there right next to the balcony to be um, a, a random person, quote unquote, and the other one was hidden so he could get the footage. And so we walk out there, and this is, this was intentional, and I already pre-planned them. I was like, we walked out. I was like, let's get some photos. And I saw the guy. He's like, hey. I was like, uh, you look like he had a camera. Literally, he had his big camera next to him. I was like, that wasn't supposed to be planned. Let's make sure she doesn't know. So like, you look like a cameraman. Can you take some photos for us? And he was like, yeah, sure. Like, of course he knew he was gonna. And so he started taking some photos and the other guy's capturing the B-roll of us taking photos. And I told the camera guy to tell Emily, this is when the moment was gonna happen, uh, to tell her like, hey, let's try some shots where you're like looking off to the yeah, distance. Yeah, to the distance, which, which I was like, oh, he's so sweet. Like he really cares about our photos, this bystander, you know? She was like, stop harassing him. I was like, yeah. she didn't know I was like, actually knew him. And I was like, oh, let me see. And I'm, I'm over here once again, like really feeling the nerves. I'm looking at the photo 
to then go back and and I, I was almost delaying the process in a sense because I was just getting a little nervous and I was like Jake you just gotta just do it like just so, oh my god like seriously like because I I was going over I was like how's that look I was like oh let's try this and try that and I, I, I shouldn't have done all that but I did and then that's when he was like well maybe you should kind of turn around I was like yeah babe like what if you turn around and look off and I'm kind of like over here I think oh that looks god. so cool and then people are starting to whisper they're like you know they're like oh my gosh what's happening because they knew it and so she turned off to the side looking off to the ocean and i was like this is what you gotta do it jake and so i go down on one knee and you could share from there yeah well i turned around and i'm like you're down here <laughs> and my heart dropped but it was like the best feeling ever because i then i'm like it was registering like he's asking me to marry him right now and you start talking and you gave the most beautiful speech. You, you don't even remember. What I, I, I don't because I was so like. I'm glad we got a mic. It's though. an outer body experience. And I almost was like, I, I was doing like. No, the, you, you were. Yeah. You were like, she was waving her hands like, no, 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 no. Well, right yeah. Away. Well, it was like. It was like, it was like, it was like, I don't even know what to do right now. So you she's know? waving. So literally when she yeah. turned, she's like, what are you doing? She, she was like, and yeah. I, I started to start my speech. I was practicing it in the bathroom. Yeah. And, but she was doing the no, no, no symbol. And I'm over here well, in it, the moment. I know, I know you weren't trying. I'm just sharing no, it's my because, side. It's because I didn't, I was like bawling. I was crying in front yeah. of all these people. Like it was like water work started to happen. And I'm like, ah! you know what I mean? I couldn't control it. I just started crying. And so Tears of literally joy. while I'm saying this, I'm like, is she in my head? I kept going. But I was like, is she going to say not now? Or like, I knew you love me and you want to get married, but she's going to say not now, not here type of thing. So that was the last moment of like a little bit of like fear I felt. But then after, as I, I, I you know, said that and I, you know, I'll, we'll have to get the recording, but I basically said I've been on many stages and this is the biggest stage I've ever been on. And it's, it's all around you. And this is a moment where um, I'm going to declare that I get to give my life and you give my life. Mm. Uh, your life to me and and uh will you marry me mm. and so i reached on my back pocket and you know made sure it was still in there because i ripped the, the pants and pulled out the ring and and i said yes and she said yes and then all of a sudden like the video guy comes popping out the video guy comes popping out everyone applauses i mean everyone's roaring and then we basically did a photo video shoot right there which is so cool meanwhile like our you know our apps are coming like it was so cool because it's like we yeah. ordered food. i told him though i i was like hey we're gonna put in our food but I, they already knew. I was and like, then we're going to go get engaged really quick. I was like, until we get back, do not bring the steaks out. And yeah. Like, we got you. And it was yeah. like 45 minutes yeah. later. So then we had the most beautiful photo shoot. It was so magical. Yeah. And 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 then we went and had the most beautiful dinner. Oh, the dinner was amazing. Oh, it had a blast. And then we and went. And you thought it was done from there. Yeah. And then we went up to the room. And remember, he had the million rose petals and... It was like all in this giant heart and the music. Oh, I was on the phone well, with my mom. Yeah, so she was on the phone with her Well, we mom. got locked out of the room. <laughs> so I knew this was the last surprise. She thought it was done. This was the, the, the big shebang. And so she's on her phone with her mom telling her. And, 
And, I and my mom's in Minnesota, so it's like late because it's it's central time, so it's two hours later. And I called her mom beforehand to just uh, get her oh, approval. Oh, that's so sweet. And you know, just because she's like the main the main one in your life, and and I wanted to just still have her be part of that. And so I got approval, and she was so excited. And she's like, make sure she calls me when it happens. So she's on the phone while I'm having security bring up our new card for whatever reason got locked out. I was like, oh great. And so she's like all excited, sharing it. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm like, you know, I'm basically getting ready to video her. And we open the door, every, all the lights are shut off and she's walking in and she sees, and it's a giant heart in front of the fireplace, which worked out so perfect with the penthouse uh, of roses. And there was all these was like little so candles pretty. all around. And all, all I heard was her say, oh, mom, I, I, I got to call you back. And she's like, what, what, what? No, and I go, I go, I feel like I'm on MTV Cribs or something. I was like joking around with her. But you're like, I gotta call you back. I got it because I wanted to have the moment. Yeah. And she was like, what's going on? Yeah. And, and, and then we danced and had like yeah. the most gorgeous time. It was so beautiful. And we danced in the road. Celebrated and now we're engaged. And we're engaged. Oh my gosh. And so as of this recording, it's literally almost two months ago to the day. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy and I'm ready to be married. So when are we getting married? So when are we getting married? We both feel that we want to get married soon and we don't feel the need to have a long engagement. And we also really want a wedding ceremony that is really about us and God. And it's not about a bunch of other things. And, and again, we're not poo-pooing that. It's just for us, we... We live a very public life. And for me, like, I just don't want to get caught up in other things such as napkins or who's there and who's not there. Um, this, these are things girls think about, you know? Mm -hmm. And and listen, I love, like, listen, we have events. I love all that stuff. But I really just want it to be so intimate and so... We will, uh, we'll do it up pretty soon, right? We don't have the exact date, or maybe we do. Maybe you'll just find out on social media. We might. We, we might. Yeah. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about our decision and having a smaller wedding? Oh, I mean, as long as Hugo is invited. As long as Hugie's invited. <laughs> he's, he's over yeah. here wanting to be part of this yes. interview. But yeah, no, I, like... Look, if I if I propose to you, it's because I want to get married to you. And and marriage to me really is just yeah. What is it? It it it's it's a an or, ordained experience to be fully connected and committed. Not just we're already connected and committed, but through the spiritual side with with you know God as the center. And so, like I already feel like I'm married to you, but I do know that mm. there is. Uh, um, a spiritual side of having that officially be locked in. It's not about the paperwork. It's about that, that um, the ceremony, right? It's very mm -hmm. ceremonial. It's very spiritual in that sense. Yay. And uh, yeah, so I think, I think that'll be happening soon. That's going to be happening soon. And I'm so blessed. And thank you for sharing your perspective from a man's mm -hmm. mind. And um, I, what would you do and what would you say, um, what are you thinking now as you prepare to get married? Like, how are you doing anything for your mindset in that way? Or 
Yeah, I start actually. I'm. I just started. Not just started, but I. I started listening to uh, more things around it. Like I was listening to a panel with like Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro and all these, you know, people of faith and different backgrounds. But they were talking about like the keys to successful marriage and just the fact of um, the way you should, just just hearing. It's it's not about always hearing the, the intellectual things. It's about hearing the real stories that have intellectual property within it mm. that makes more sense mm. so hearing from people that actually walk the walk um that's that's going to be very important for me but like yeah i'm going to be diving into more books and things that are related to that because just like how much of the personal development has helped me to uh, obtain and sustain you originally to understand the masculine feminine balance to understand um, how to be, uh, you know, unshakable in the pillar. So you, so you don't see me falling. I also need that type of next level knowledge to be able to sustain you as, as a wife and sustain mm-hmm. that, uh, the family dynamic, whether there's a kid involved or not, we still have a little furry kid. <laughs> um, but there is that, that greater, that greater responsibility that I, I feel. So I feel like this will be a, um, everlasting um, journey that we could bring people on, especially as we hit new levels. Amen. That's so well said. I'm so blessed by you and, and blessed by you listening right now and how you've supported our relationship, whether, you know, you've been a long time listener uh, or if you're brand new, now you have a little bit of uh, uh, introspection, I, I would hope into our relationship and, It's so special having you on here because, you know, when you have a strong man in your life, it allows you as a purposeful woman to really step more into your purpose. And I just feel so much more calm um, and supported. And so, you know, you listening, you support me in so many ways and help me to step in into my purpose. But I'm able to do that even more so because I have you, Jake. So it's like it all plays together. And for any of our single friends listening, never settle and get really clear on who and what you want. And if you're in an existing relationship or a marriage, it's never too late to set better standards. Mm -hmm. It's never too late to recommit it's never too late to you know put god in into the relationship even more if they haven't right and we just we we hope that for everybody listening that maybe this just makes you eager to fall in love again or you know to really appreciate what you have yeah so beautifully said yeah this has been so amazing so stay tuned and send us any messages. We'd love to know uh, what resonated with you the most on this episode and keep up with us because we are heading to Europe here Mm -hmm. to do uh, a massive speaking event together. Multiple events. events. The whole tour. Yeah, we're in Poland. Poland, a little little staycation in Italy really quick. Yes. And then we have another big uh, event we're speaking at in London. Yes, where we're training on on personal branding and influence and sales. If you thought she was great by herself, or maybe you thought I was great by myself, 
together when there's that dynamic yeah. together and we get to have the rest of our life to build that yeah it's gonna be a fun journey so we hope you can be part of that yes. journey so stay connected shoot us that message we'd love to hear it, especially yes. it's such a sensitive and uh, vulnerable topic yeah. to us in this way because it's it's our love and we're, we're grateful to be able to share that with you and and we just hope that it only empowers the love that you feel or can feel and will feel and uh that's our greatest message here today so Amen. all right love you guys. god bless